Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as we continue in our current study, Lucifer's Elusive Gospel, today I'll pick up where we left off in our last message with a commentary written for the Berean Call, entitled, The Vanishing Gospel. But before I do, in 1 Corinthians 4, 1-4, the Apostle Paul wrote this truth-contending declaration. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we received mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the things hidden because of shame, not walking in trickery, nor distorting the word of God but by the open proclamation of the truth, commending ourselves to every person's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving, so that they will not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And in Romans 1.16, Paul once again contends for the unadulterated word of salvation's truth, where he bravely declares, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation, to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Beloved, by his word, the Holy Spirit's intention is that that same fierce dedication to the truth of God's word and salvation's mandate, which is confirmed therein, would be renewed in the hearts of his holy offspring. For Lucifer's counterfeits are growing more persuasive, beguiling, and deceptive, as the second hand on God's prophetic time clock moves closer to the midnight hour that will mark the end of the age. This world is saturated with revisited days of Noah debauchery and the rejection of God's word. And yet, the majority of people don't even realize it because they have become desensitized to how immoral and corrupt they actually are, due mainly to the fact that, just as the people recorded in the book of Judges, who had no authority over them, they are reveling in doing what they deem to be right in their own eyes. And because the church has reached its almost full-blown Laodicean condition, it has fallen into the same wayward trap, And instead of ransoming the unsaved from the clutches of evil through the message of the cross and man's desperate need for the Savior's love atonement blood sacrifice to be imputed to them personally, they have replaced salvation's narrow way mandate with such false movements as the universal salvation lie that tells people that they can live however they want and Jesus will still save them. Books Like Love Wins by Rob Bell is a tragic example of this deadly deception, where, among many other falsehoods, he teaches that you don't even have to believe in Jesus to be saved. And in addition to these abominations, forgeries such as the social gospel and hypergrace theology have also joined ranks with the worldly deceptions that have entered into the church, producing a false and empty security. This watered-down theology does not provide the divine exchange of man's sin-deadened condition 
for the eternal life, new birth miracle that ignites from repentance of those sins and God's amazing grace, forgiveness, and redemption power, but is more like putting a Band-Aid on a cancerous wound. And as we consider these very troubling realities, the warning of Jesus in Matthew 5.13 resonates within our spirits. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt becomes tasteless, how will it be made salty again? It is good for nothing any more, except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And in verse 14, the Savior expounds on the divine anointing that is bestowed upon his born-again offspring. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Beloved, we are not only called to be beacons of his light of truth, but also as his living witnesses in preservation of that truth. But when our message gives no more enlightenment of that unadulterated word of life than the world gives in their man-exalting, money-and-power-hungry persuasions, then we have not only deserted our divine calling, but we are, by that backslidden retreat, aiding the enemy's diabolical intentions to rob, kill, and destroy. And this is where I'll pick up with the Berean Call commentary, The Vanishing Gospel, where they write, Hollywood has long glorified and exported all manners of ungodliness. The marketing of evil provides billions of dollars in profits through promoting such things as youth rebellion, sexual freedom and wanton perversion, mutilation of the body, obscene, suicidal, and murderous lyrics, and satanic clothing. Could Sodom and Gomorrah have been much worse? Homes are invaded and families destroyed by immoral, corrupting media, leaving consciences seared with a hot iron. Many who call themselves Christian enjoy what would have not so long ago shamed and embarrassed them. Studies show that 50% of professing Christians have been attracted to Internet pornography and to attract those thus corrupted Many of the largest and fastest-growing churches mimic the world in seeker-friendly and youth-oriented services that exploit sensuality and compromise the truth. One such megachurch pastor's wife stirred on their 16,000 cheering worshipers with a shout of, We are going to rock today. Through contemporary Christian music and contemporary worship, the church has been converted to the religion of the world. Some of the largest presumably evangelical churches have designed their Sunday morning services based upon what the ungodly want. Missing are the reverential fear of a holy God's wrath against sin, heart-wrenching repentance, and grateful faith in Jesus Christ, the eternal God, who became man to suffer the full penalty of God's judgment in our place. Seeker-friendly churches must not offend with the truth. Rather, they pamper their hearers with a flattering gospel of self-esteem, self-love, and positive thinking, offering only an empty and sugar-coated gospel that cannot save. As Paul the Apostle foretold in 2 Timothy 4, 3-4, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. 
Truly, we have reached that time. Creating large, rich churches is not new. In A Woman Rides a Beast, we show that the Roman Catholic Church, the world's largest and wealthiest, grew out of a marriage between the Roman world and the church, making Christianity, or at least a sophisticated counterfeit version of it, the state religion. Paganistic Rome passed like maternal blood into this new religion, and Roman Catholicism continued to grow by wedding itself to the dominant pagan religions of Italy, Spain, Latin America, Africa, the Philippines, and beyond. Haiti is said to be 85% Catholic and 110% Vodun. In fact, Pope John Paul II, on one of his visits to Haiti, told the Vodun priest that he could become a Catholic and still practice Vodou. New Orleans, stated in the Sunday Visitor as the most Catholic city in America, is the Vodou capital. And now, the Protestant persuasion of Christianity is creating mega-churches by merging with a new paganism in today's culture, a culture that is becoming ever more anti-Christian and anti-Israel with each new day. Today's world doesn't need more entertainment and positive messages that convince people that they are just fine just the way they are. Mankind needs the changeless, convicting truth that leads sinners to repentance and salvation's promise of eternal life. God's character has not changed. The separation between man and God, which was caused by sin, and the judgment that is to come, have not changed. Nor has God's remedy in Christ been outdated or in need of revision. On these foundational facts, the Bible is clear and uncompromising. Like the father with a prodigal son, a gracious God is ever eager to embrace repentant sinners. But His holiness and justice allow pardon only for those who repent of their sins and accept the blood of Jesus, which was poured out on Calvary's cross, on their behalf as the necessity for their receiving God's amazing grace provision. We must preach the true gospel to everyone everywhere, and that eternal life truth must be believed in order to be saved from the eternal separation from the God of love. The Holy Scriptures in God's Word make salvation's mandate very clear. Romans one sixteen decrees that, the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Acts 4.12 decrees that there is no other name by which we must be saved. And when the question of what must I do to be saved was recorded in Acts 16.30, the resounding answer was believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that belief runs much deeper than just a mental assent. The warning of John 3.36 is solemn and clear. The one who believes in the Son has eternal life, but the one who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Knowing this truth more than many humans, Satan has raised up his own agents of deception. Robert Scholler, who before his death headed a powerhouse ministry, The Hour of Power, that reached 20 million viewers weekly, once declared on Larry King Live that we have to find God in our own way. 
The Bible clearly confirms that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners and that he is the only way unto eternal life. And yet false leaders such as Scholler, the self-proclaimed founder of the church growth movement, was also quoted by Christianity Today as saying that attempting to make people aware of their lost and sinful condition is an unchristian strategy which is destructive and counterproductive to the evangelism enterprise. And while Scholler died in 2015, his anti-scriptural influence lives on through his many teachings and books, such as Believe in the God that Believes in You, leaving behind far-reaching and disastrous consequences that are still being spread like a deadly virus. I leave you with the words of Jesus in John 8:32, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And until next time, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.